and welcome back to Zima Box. This is Joey Bag of Donuts here to present a new invention that I've made. Now, Joey Bag of Donuts, bags of donuts. We have four unique flavors. We have old-fashioned, we have glazed, chocolate, and those stupid fucking sprinkle things. Invest now with Joey Bag of Donuts, bags of donuts. And this is Big Tony with uh, Big Tony's Big Shoes. You want some big shoes? Big Tony's Big Shoes, got them. I got steel toe boots. I got rain boots. I got them tennis sneakers. I got them basketball Bro, you sound like your dad. I got them slender shoes. I got them shower shoes. And I got one pair of 15 5E professional wrestling boots. 5E? What the fuck is that? That's signed by Big Show. Big Show? Did you know Big Show actually wore size 23s? That man got a big ass foot. Like, God, God damn. Like, that's like as big as my arm. I'd make him a pair of boots. This bit is dead. <laughs> Welcome back to Zima Box. I'm Anthony. I'm Anthony. Also. Today, I have a hard-hitting question. Let's hear it. Uh, before we get to the hard-hitting question today, so uh, I listened to last week's podcast, and uh, let, I'm just going to apologize. It was kind of crap, because both of us were sick. And we just sounded like we just did not want to be there. Because <laughs> we were both sick. I'm getting over bronchitis. He was having asthma. Asthma. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the worst one. It's just nothing but wheezing and short breaths. <laughs> anyway. <coughs> okay, get those ASMR so, mics with like two little foam ears on it. <laughs> so, when I laugh, you're going to hear... <laughs> When I, you know, I'm going to cough a lot tonight because I'm on the, like, back end of fucking bronchitis. Uh, this is, like, what, the, the fourth time you've ever me. seen me sick? Yeah, ever. Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Just gonna... <coughs> there it is. Alright, All right, so what's your hard-hitting question of the day, Mr. Weekly? Alright, so. It's a muscle car standoff. Ooh. In one corner. We have the 1972 Chevrolet Chevelle SS 454, four-speed. Yeah. <clears throat> Shits and gets. And in the other corner, we have another GM family member. We have the Pontiac GTO, the 1970 Judge, 455 Super Duty Pontiac Big Block, four-speed manual transmission. I'm going to go with the Judge. You gonna go with the judge? Yeah. I guess I'll go with the Chevelle. Is that what you were gonna go, or are you gonna also go with the judge? No, I was gonna breach. I was gonna breach the judge. I feel the Pontiac doesn't get the respect that it deserves. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. The Chevelle. Like in the Chevelle. later years, let's kind of be real here. Yeah. In the later years, but like when they first came out, they were a fucking powerhouse. I still say, after seeing a concept of an aftermarket company's design of what to do with the Camaro front end to make it into a Firebird, I am severely disappointed in General Motors for retiring Pontiac. They could have had the, the Camaro-Firebird war going on. Meanwhile, they both use the same fucking hood. 
So it doesn't matter if they get into a front end wreck. The only unique part about it is the front bumper <laughs> and a rear and you know some rear parts. I like the Firebird. My mom had Firebirds. She had God, two of them. No. She had a '77 and '81. Bro, the, I know the rubber front bumper was a bad year for. She GM. had three actually. She also had an '85. Oh wait, she had a kit car type one, the wedge. No, was that '85? I don't fucking know. I, I don't know. That's that's what she told me. Regardless, cool shit. For like 15 years, all she had was Firebirds. My dad had a uh, a Trans Am Firebird Formula One Trans Am Firebird. Ooh. Yes. Uh, it was a Smokey and the Bandit lookalike. And oh, it had the T top. T top, black with gold, single pipe exhaust. It was the Bandit. It was it was cool as shit, and that was my dad's pride and joy for many years. Had a uh, Pontiac 400-400 combination, a 400 cubic inch uh, engine, and a turbo 400 transmission. One of the stronger automatics of the time. Thing was badass, <laughs> bruh. Your dad had some. Even today, your dad had some fucking nice oh, cars. Man, I want to recreate his cars, dude. Like, I, I want a, a more modern version of those cars. Yeah. Like, for instance, my dad had a 19... I'm going to put 70X, because I forget what exactly which year it was. But he had a 1970X Firebird. I wanted a 2002 Firebird. He had a Pontiac 400 engine. I wanted a LS 400 cubic inch, basically an LS2 that was bored out. So it would be like the equivalent of the times. And of course, I would retrofit a turbo 400 transmission because that's just cool as shit. <clears throat> and you can do that. You can bolt a turbo 400 up to like any fucking GM engine. Oh, you gotta have a different bell housing or a different adaptive plane. Done. <laughs> yeah. So, so fucking. Speaking of bird vehicles, what is your take? This is an old, older car now. On uh, when Ford made the Thunderbird again. Okay, so I... Understand. One, let's be real here. They were painted a dick to work on. Well, they weren't Fords. Really? Yeah, they weren't Fords. The fuck were they? They were English cars. I forget which company it was, but it was an English company that... And Ford just slapped their badge on it or something? It was Jaguar, actually. That would make sense. You know what? I'm just going to say it's Jaguar. Jaguar. Fuck me if I'm wrong. Sue me. <laughs> Jaguars are fucking good cars. Don't get me wrong. I wanted a Thunderbird. I wanted one of those. But it was only after I had already started working at Ford, I decided that I would take that one, take that engine, sell it, because money. It would be worth money. Money. Same thing with the transmission. Drop a 5OD in that bitch. Smack a couple turbos on it. Throw that 10-speed automatic transmission behind it. And just let it rip. I bet that thing would be a terror. You know why? It weighed less than the Mustang does. Really? Yes. Huh. I wanted one of the fucking Oldsmobile, the boatmobiles. Oh, hell yeah. The boat cars. I fucking love boat cars. I think you'd have liked the 70 Eldorado. Don't get me wrong, it had a big disappointment to it. Well, I feel like the 70 Eldorado would be a cruising vehicle, mm. not a take-it-out-to-the-track vehicle. It was front-wheel drive. It was a big block front-wheel drive. That's weird. Sedan. That's weird. It's cool as shit. 
that thing hauled ass, hauled more ass than it had reason to be hauling. The thing was terrifying. <laughs> no wonder it weighed so much in the rear end. You had like a 20 gallon fuel tank. You needed it to feed that beast. It was a bit of a boat anchor, but torque for days. It's a heavy car, heavy engine, heavy torque. <laughs> torque. Torque. You remember the Italian pimento loaf himself? Oh, man. Big Tony. Yeah, Big Tony. Yeah. All he cared about was torque. Yeah, torque and preached. diesels. Diesel diesels engine. make torque, man. That's what they do. They make torque. You'd have 300 horsepower diesel reasonably with 1,100 foot pounds of torque. Torque. Put it this way, he, he drags the biggest building. <laughs> he may not be first across the line, but he'll have the most weight when he does. So what about you? Are you a horsepower or a torque kind of guy? Oh, or are I, you like a, that weird hybrid mix of both? You want I, both. I preach the power of speed. That is it. If I had to pick, torque. Only because it reduces the amount of time you have to wait to get your speed. Well, I'm going to say torque just because I grew up on big vehicles. I drive a Fiat now, which is like, yo, know, that week of adjustment tri- driving from a kind of <laughs> a fucking Chevy Silverado in 20s to, you know, the Fiat. That was awkward. I felt like I was going to get smushed at any fucking time. <laughs> but you didn't. I didn't. Instead, I did the smooshing. Damn right. Totally the Fiesta. Fuck that Fiesta. Fuck this day. Don't worry, I grew up with a true priest at the big block Chevrolet 454. Oh, yeah. Yeah, your dad should have, like, fucking robes. He that need, made some, like, sulking robes, yeah, but they're all Chevy orange and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, my son, to the Brotherhood of Big Blocks. I will be your guide. You need inexpensive scavenging sources. Dale. You need inexpensive scavenging sources. Look no further than a fucking motorhome. Motorhomes have big blocks. They need them. They're fucking I know. huge. You Rip the me fucking that. bitch out. You show me a weird video where they where they did that. They pulled a Dodge 440. The 440 wedge engine was a fantastic competitor for the 426 Hemi because it would take the Hemi at the corner. But if you went a second further, that Hemi was gone. But that those. Those things made torque. That's what they did. So yeah, you could pull a 440 wedge out of a fucking motorhome and you had yourself a fucking engine. And all you really needed, because they, they were in in the motorhomes, they ran on lower compression. You could basically put the cheapest gasoline you wanted to in there and it would run. Right. Right? <laughs> you could pull that bitch out, spray paint it black and shove it in a fucking car and it would be fine. It would just be a low compression 440. Then when you decided you finally wanted performance, take it apart and rebuild it with better shit. Then you have the performance 440. You know, I'm, I just noticed we haven't talked about actual cars on this podcast in a couple months. Yeah, I know. I Which is weird, because usually you and me would just talk about cars every fucking day. I would yeah. learn new things. We do have recurring segments, for instance. My, uh, Lover my, of, my uh, preaching John of John Moses Browning. Browning. Yep. And his finest invention, the 1911. Or two world wars. Two. <laughs> as much as you talk about that gun, how is that not your favorite gun? Because the Model 29 got me into shooting. Oh. Cinnamon. Yeah, I can The add. incredible recoil and the fact that I smacked myself in the forehead with the front sight. From there on, my life was consumed with the sound of 
loud reports and the smell of burnt gunpowder. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just too afraid to make a career of it because honestly, the way shit's going politically, we ain't gonna have time. By the time I get my teeth sunk and I get really good into it, they're gonna take their guns. Well, I don't think they're gonna. No, they're not, they're, no. I mean, the the act of them attempting to take our guns away will occur, and then shit's gonna hit. And then the, the, the boogaloo will happen, and you yeah. know. Yeah, and then people are gonna get it mixed up. It's gonna turn into a race war. We're all gonna die. At the end. I'm just kidding. This country's gonna sort its shit out. But we need a French Revolution. We need a good old get the fucking guillotines, boys. We're having ourselves a fucking change in leadership. Fuck all of them. You you, you want to be cool? You want to live? Step the fuck down. Donate half your money. Looking at you, me, Bezos. When I say no, no, I ain't even talking about the, the companies. I'm talking about the politicians themselves. Oh, the looking at you, Pelosi. No, no, she'll step down. She'll make the smart move. You know why? Because She's she'll 78. See. I'll give her another five years. She'll make the smart move. You know why? Mm. She don't want to die. And if she gives up half her money, she's still worth more than you or I will be. Blech, than you or I will ever be. Oh. So. A- AOC, she'd step down. She knows this is the change that she wanted. Okay, so I have mixed emotions about AOC. One, we need to put this out of the way. She's hot as fuck. I'd smash. I would. She's I hot. Would just. I would say go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I would say go ahead. <laughs> to me, she's hot. But that being aside, I have mixed emotions. I feel like her heart's in the right place, but her brain isn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I believe anatomically she was correctly placed. I believe and I have a very vast difference of opinion on the socioeconomic impact of many of the ideas she would like to see fleshed out prematurely. That being as professionally spoken as I can be. Oh no, let's be real here, she's a fucking idiot. I'm not going to put it that way. So I'm going to put it that way, but she, she's an idiot with a decent heart. Like, like Bernie Sanders. He had good, he had, he had, his heart was in the right place. But he, forgive, me, forgive me for being a little harsh on old fucking rope burn there. Uh, bro, bro idolized Cadet, Fidel. He idolized Fidel, alright? You don't idolize Castro. You don't do that. That's, 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 that's one of them things like it's the unwritten, you know, Ten Commandments of being an American. You don't idolize the commies. The commies. You just don't. Alright, I have, a, I have a question before we get to the topic of the day. Yes. What's wrong with communism? Oh my god. Besides, besides going off of, you know, 1940s right-wing propaganda. Alright, aside from going with the right-wing propaganda. What the fuck? Okay, so. What's wrong so, with communism? What, what I disagree I'm now, with. This is not me defending communism. I'm just, I just want Weekly's take on communism. I don't necessarily agree, disagree with the idea of communism. It sounds nice for everyone to have nice things in life. And someone's still got to scrub the toilets in the dystopia, but he has the same car that the guy that's in the executive chair has. They have the same car. Yeah. It sounds nice on paper and in, you know, a wonderful rainbow, but 
What disgusts me about it is the combination of the current examples of communism we have to go by and my understanding of human nature as it has evolved over time. First off, from my understanding of communist regimes as I've seen them, Vladimir Putin has unanimously passed a law that he wrote that says he can continue running for president. <laughs> it was a 1-0 decision, unanimous pass. And he's continuing to run. From my understanding, uh, opposed and then unopposed, and then temporarily opposed and then unopposed. So yeah, he's doing pretty good for himself. <laughs> China centers the internet the most. They also have the most KFCs in the world. Did you know that? They have more than USA. China has, China has more Kentucky chicken. fried chickens than the United States of America. Also, I thought uh, North Korea censored the internet more. North like, Korea doesn't have the internet. They have servers in their government office that tell them what they're seeing. That's not the internet. Yeah, I thought it was just literally propaganda. If you go on Wiki, if you go on Wikipedia in China, you get Wikipedia. If you go on Wikipedia in North Korea, you get nothing, and then the North Korean encyclopedia. Huh. Yeah. It's not censorship. That's not even internet. That's fair. I believe internet to be uh, basically connected to the world. Once you're connected to the internet, you're part of the galactic network. You can communicate with anyone as far as the internet can touch. They don't have internet. Hey, communism at its best. Also, the shitty degree of human nature. Yeah. I believe that for everyone that would be more than happy to scrub the toilets for the same Malibu the executive drives will be someone who doesn't want to work and expects for them to still have a Malibu. It's going to be a 2002 with oil leaks. Fuck you. <laughs> now... That being said, that being said, on to the topic of the day. On to the topic of the day. All right, so what we're doing today is we're doing uh, gaming crossovers we would like to see, and I would like to go first because I'm going to do something. If it's Halo and Fable, I'm going to stab you. Huh? If it's Halo and Fable, I'm going to stab you. No, that's Mass Effect. They already did it. Yeah, okay, good. Well, no, okay, Mass Effect is Skyrim and Halo. Pretty much. (laughs) All right, fucking. yeah, Mass Effect is literally just Skyrim and Halo fused together. Yeah, it's already nice. been done. Yeah. It's awesome. Except the new... So, from what I hear about the new Mass Effect Andromeda, uh, apparently it's just a bunch of woke shit. Now, when I say woke, I mean, like, you know, conservative idiot's view of what woke actually is. Oh. You know, like, like you're starting a player, uh, you cannot do a white guy. They don't... They have... One basic white format, and you cannot change anything else beyond that. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, it's like anti-white people or something. I don't know. I'll be anti-white. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm I'll anti-white now. White guy and just shoot everything. That's... I'm anti-people. <laughs> we are <a> plague. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. So what inspired this today was I saw a video the other day. Watch Mojo? No. Or outside Xbox? No. It was going around, I think, in the last year. Uh, last year, right? 2019. 
Doom and Animal Crossing. Oh, isn't it great? Oh my god. Oh, man. Okay, so th- these two fandoms had... The, the, the two games are as different as Water and Fire. It's, I think they came out at like the same day. They came out the same day. And it was, it was actually well before the release dates were announced that someone first drew a picture of Doom Guy teaching little Isabella how to shoot the shotgun. And before that, it was uh, Doom Guy teaching uh, Rapunzel how to um, shoot the heavy assault rifle. Yeah. I had to think about that for a second. But still, you know, it, it was it had bounced around that he would show the cutesy girls how to do, you know, demon slaying properly. <laughs> so <laughs> obligatory I w- Mick Gordon reference. <laughs> so like I saw that, by the way, let's be real here, it breeded a lot of porn. A disturbing amount of fucking porn. Reinhardt, it cost you zero dollars not to say that. But here we fucking are. Well, I mean, I need, think it needs a to be... fucking cigarette. It's one yes, of those. I think it needs to be said because you get the five-finger death punch letter. Oh, you no. You get the five-finger death punch letter. Yeah, it, the the FFDP letter, full frontal <coughs> double penetration letter has resurfaced. Oh, no, 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 no. But, um... I like five-finger death punch. God damn it, I'll say it. I like it. It's fun to listen to. It's good energetic music. It makes you mad at nothing. <laughs> just <laughs> makes you uh, pissed off and mad about it. Makes you want to go drink a white monster and punch a drywall or some shit, you know. Kyle shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking, okay, so how would Doom and Animal Crossing work? How would that be? Okay, so what it would be is... Because I've played us, Doom, I've never played um, Animal Crossing. It would be, okay, so Animal Crossing is a farming game. Let's be real here. They, they, it's... it's it's a nice genre. There's a lot of them out there. Stardew Valley, Harvest Moon, Seasons of, Change, uh, Seasons of Time, or Change of Seasons, I think it's called. There we go. Change of Seasons. But regardless, <coughs> it's, it's, there's a whole lot of farming games out there. And Animal Crossing has its own unique aspects. Uh, one of them being that it actually tracks your time. And every time a day goes by, it goes by in the game as well. Oh. So when you log in each day, you know, you actually can do things throughout the day. Like, you can log in at one point, like, early in the morning, go do some things, log in later in the evening, do some other things, go to bed, get up, it's the next day in the game as well. Yeah. It's pretty nifty. You can time travel if you really want to cheat, just to just stay on your fucking switch, but that's kind of fucky, you know? You can set it back, they'll reach. That's a fucking thing to do. I mean, I, I, it's just an aspect of the game. I encourage people if that's what they want to do to do it, but you're only cheating yourself. Yeah. Um... There's uh but anyway, how it would work would be that Doom Guy would it would be basically a side mission in Doom to play a miniature version, like join Isabella on a day on her farm in Animal Crossing. And then you go out there and you're the guy that digs the holes with the trees violently. You know, you unleash your rage on a fruit plantation and you know you end up with fucking preserves. That's awesome. Right? And then on a little side quest for Isabella, she'd go sit down at a TV, pick up a, a video game controller, and then, you know, she could play like classic Doom. <laughs> okay. Like Doom 95. You know, it'd be a little side game in Animal Crossing. And I think that would be cool. I, I like how, I like how quick your mind works. Oh yeah, that's just on the fucking fly. But I, I that would be I, I would love to see that. And think about it, you can run Doom on a fucking. Uh, oh no, you can run Quake on one of those uh, 
endostatmistines that like watch your heart and all the other vibrations of your body and make sure everything's working properly and shit. Yeah. Right. You, you can play quick on one of those. If we can, if we can play Doom on a goddamn Texas Instruments calculator, we could play Doom in another video game. You could play Doom ninety five in Doom. <laughs> yeah, you can play Doom sixty four in Doom. Which, by the way, is a fun game. Like, I didn't realize how much the Doom on the Nintendo sixty four, how much fun it was. That was fun. It was it was, it was a good little puzzle. Mm. I didn't even I didn't, I didn't actually finish it. I only got through like the first five levels. It's like, alright, I'm done with this. I'm going back to my super high def graphic demon slaying. Fuck you, hard <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> I'm going back to my blood splatter effects. <laughs> Fucking. Alright, so do you have a. Oh, do I have a crossover? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Um. Well, I wanted to be a basic bitch. And I was thinking, since we've been playing a lot of uh, Killing Floor 2, mm-hmm. I really do dig all the different weapons and the loadouts and stuff that you get there. And I would like to see more of that type of stuff in one of the other shooters I've played that we've played uh, Rainbow Six Siege but I want to see those wild sci-fi weapons in a game like that oh like okay the, like the, the flamethrower give someone a flamethrower oh my god the fucking eviscerator the eviscerator the skill saw blade the shooting gun rail gun <laughs> that would be awesome wouldn't it yeah does Rainbow Six Siege have a, have a um, storyline? Or is it just online? It doesn't have a story mode, if that's what you're looking for. But yeah. it's, part of the, it's, it's part of the Rainbow Six storyline, which they have a little lore behind it. It's kind of like Tom Clancy's version of government going-ons. Yeah. But, dude, I like your idea. I like that idea. But like the have, have, the, one. have the... The guns, but put them in Rainbow Six. I like that. That that's dope. Maybe make some new operators that had you know very less powerful versions of those guns, like um uh the big metalhead, the guy I play as Olsted, right? Basically, make him the gunslinger class and put him in there with fucking you know the twin five hundreds or something, but make him horribly inaccurate. Fucking one hit kills if you can pull it off, but that requires aiming down sight. Give it a slow ADS or something. The whole berserker class, where it's just hand to hand combat. <laughs> like we 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 were playing it last night, and I, I tried out berserker. I leveled up like four times. No, I, I went up to level eight, but so six times because yeah. I was level two. And I did okay. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, wasn't it? It was a lot more fun. I died a lot. Yeah. But I'm not a hand-to-hand combat kind of guy, but I had a lot of fun doing it. Brud. Especially with the fucking uh, eviscerator. Uh, Brud died on a boom wave. Now, when, occasionally oh. when you're playing on an endless game on Killing Floor, which is wave at the wave at the wave nonstop, like Call of Duty Zombies, right? you get to a point where they start throwing random little activities to do during the quest, or during the level. Uh, some of them, one of them is uh, Bubblehead. Bubblehead makes it so the heads of all the Zeds, not zombies, Zeds, are large and much more durable, but much easier to hit. So if you have multipliers for headshot damage, like gunslingers do, 
you can get those multipliers a lot easier. Bobblehead to me is funny as shit. It's funny. It's funny, especially when you decapitate the fat ones, and then it's like, you know, a bunch of really big fat-headed bloats, and then one walking around with no head. <laughs> Can't find where he's the going. The bobblehead spiders get me. Because it's just a normal-sized, like, fucking spider zombie with a giant fucking head. Spider Zed. Zed, whatever. Yeah, a zombie is a reanimated corpse. A Zed is a completely synthetic human body. Oh, yeah. Twisted. Like, the lore of Killing Floor, ain't didn't they, like, grows zombies, Zeds, in labs or some shit? They made slave workers. They manufactured people. They weren't living beings. So, Killing Floor 2 is just an online Zed-killing game. Yeah, it's a Zed killing is, is Killing Floor 1, like, a, the story behind it or something like that? No fucking clue. Never, I've never played it. I, th- I think the majority of the story you have to read about the individual characters. You just do. I never even bothered to look it up because it satisfies that one need. Just reckless carnage. Yeah. It's just chaotic for chaotic, chaotic sake. Yep. Gore, viscer, explosions. Yeah. Destruction of these creatures that would just otherwise devour you whole without a second thought. Well, seeing killer stuff for that matter. Uh, my specialty class is the firebug class. Dude, that firebug class is lit. Yeah, all I do is set things on fire. That's it. We, we jumped a boss. It was it was an early. <laughs> it was <laughs> an early in boss, admittedly. I wish but I had it on camera. We jumped her, both of us with flamethrowers. Basically, funneled her into this like doorway. six by six doorway. This little little tiny room leading in the doorway, and we just burned her out of it. Her health bar dropped so fast. That was, like, the easiest wave we've ever done. That wave lasted 15 seconds. And we were done 13 seconds in. Yeah. I took, like, no damage, I don't think. I got hit, but I was also first in her face. Hey, look at me. (laughs) I'm sitting there throwing Molotov cocktails. Because you don't get grenades with the fire, but you eat Molotov cocktails, and I think that's awesome. It's a perfect plan. And since I know Kirk doesn't listen to our podcast, uh, whose game are we playing tomorrow? Mine. Yours? Oh, shit. I need the specs. Okay. But anyway, I plan to bring Molotov cocktails. I tend to burn things. Oh, Le- wait. No, this is our level 20 thing, isn't it? Level 20, 30-point buy-in, million gold. Max health. Make a god. I'm not going to be able to make two gods. Why? Gods that are actually worth the fuck. It's building. It's gonna take me some time to think. And I need to make a character for it. Oh my god, Grindin. We'll figure it out. Grindin became a god. Anyway, so speaking of. <laughs> sp- yes. Speaking of Killing Floor 2, my next one is Killing Floor 2. Okay, and? Skyrim. Now, before people sit there and go, oh, they already had Elder Scrolls Oblivion, that's not what I'm talking about. We already had Fallout. What more do you want? I'm talking like Skyrim has like this fucking weird quest where some powerful necromancer is making zombies. Oh, and you just have to survive wave after wave after wave after wave. Open world zombie game. Picture, um, seven, what is it, seven days to die? Seven days to die. But, like... With Skyrim weapons and abilities and shit like that. The open world quests of Skyrim mm-hmm. with the, uh... 
the guns and the modern day science and the violence of killing and the violence oh my gosh yes don't get me wrong the majority of Skyrim quests are friends quests I stand by that and I still do them that's beside the point you're right there's some cool ones that it's like hey go talk to this person alright now go talk to this person alright will you tell this person I said this it's it's a good little communication quest as well that I really like yeah and then there's some activities you know burn a beehive you know yeah, I always hated that quest, but I pain in the ass. Yeah, like like my last playthrough, I wasn't doing any stealth. I was just going, oh yeah, you can't do that. You will die. Yeah, you can't ah into the be. If if you start at level one and ah the entire time, you could do it. You could pull it off. But the thing is, is you would have to start learning all the how when to block your parries, you'd have to level up in one-handed or whatever your weapon style is, two-handed, blocking, and whatever armor you're wearing, probably heavy, because that shit gets intense. Mm-hmm. Plus dwarven armor. Dwarven armor. Dwarven armor. Just dwarven armor. But, uh, yeah. I think it'd be funny, like, real fun, have a, uh, large open-world zombie quest game. You know what I mean? And a real first-person shooter, not some top-down shit looking at you dead from there. An open-world first-person shooter. That's fucking awesome. I like that. Drop in, drop out, online compatibility. You can invite someone in your world to help you with quests. Yeah. But it wouldn't have, like, a, a hub like a lot of those open-world games do. It would actually be like you're in the game, and you can... Go on a quest, invite someone, they join you, and they join within, like, ten feet of you. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to invite people into yeah. your world. Like, oh. you can, people can't just drop in, because, like, Ark had a problem with people just dropping in worlds and just wrecking people's shit. I would also make it the way you have to provide them with weapons and armor and shit. Or, like... Oh, if, fuck that. Or if you invited a spellcaster, right... You could just have potions, and they would have a spellcaster character. But, well, I mean, if they had a save, I guess they could bring their inventory. But you got to worry about the economy at that point. What if they just flood the economy with dragon bones and shit? Are they all? I don't know, man. I just want to do zombie quests. Yeah, that'd be best. Like, hey, this zombie horde is attacking this village. Go eradicate them. You eradicate them. <laughs> Fire <bucks>. Yeah. <laughs> Support with the dragon's breath. That'd be fucking dope. <laughs> <laughs> Load shotgun with fire bug intent. <laughs> Dude, support loads that thing fucking ridiculously quick. They do the ghost load where they just pop the first shell in the chamber and close it, and then just pop the shells in the bottom. Right. Dude, fast as fuck. Done. I'm over here just like. I tried doing the survivalist class. Rough, ain't it? Oh my god. It's because you get the light, like, you get the little touches of the other classes. Yeah. But that, that's all your perks. It's just like, it's not worth it. You're literally, it's just a neutered version. Don't get me wrong, survivalist is one of those things where it's like, well, I could use any weapon I want to. That's true. Or you could do this really cool thing called change your fucking perk to the, to the perk that has that weapon. Yeah, but let's say I want to I want to carry an MP7 and a railgun. One's a SWAT, one's a marksman. 
with survival, you could get perks with the P90 and perks with the railgun at the same time. Do the Berserker class on Hell on Earth by yourself. Bet you I can get round five. I bet you a dollar. That's what I got, man. That's what I got. No, I'm, 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 I'm considering it. <laughs> so, Hell on Earth, it, how it goes is there is no easy on the killing floor. There is normal, what is it, suicidal? Normal, hard, no, suicidal. Normal, hard, suicidal Hell, hell on Earth. Earth. We usually play on normal because we're basic bitches. And we it's just like fun. It's I mean, fun. I yeah. came here for a little challenge. I came here to knife fight scrapes and win. Not just to knife fight scrapes and lose. I came here to do the winning part with it. If I knew I wasn't going to win, I wouldn't be pulling out my knife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we tried hell on earth. Uh, we died wave two. <laughs> yeah, pretty rough. Oh my god, wave one. Within the first, like, Three minutes, I was like, they're almost. Oh, I would. I had what makes hell on earth so hard is that even if you do it perfectly, you don't get hit. You do headshots only. You're not gonna get as much dodge for any of it. Really? You're gonna get like a third as much dodge as you normally would. Dodge is the currency. Yeah, it's dope. It's cash. It's money. It's green. It's cabbage. It's cheddar. It's wetbacks. It's all that shit. So yeah, you're not gonna get a whole lot. Oh, and there's like no ammo boxes. So if you run oh, out of ammo, good fuck luck, you. bitch. <laughs> Hope you got good with that knife you didn't want to use earlier. My recommendation is first wave try to fight them off with knives because uh, for the most part, they're going to be uh, the tier one enemies: clots, uh, alpha clots, uh, fucking what do they call them? What they call them? Slashers. Yeah, it's gonna be mainly those. Maybe a couple gore fasts. Right, Gorefast have the one one blade on an arm. All right, you might have to deal with a couple of those. All right, whatever. Wave two is where it gets fucking stupid hard, though. <laughs> yeah. You better hope you're pretty good with your starting weapon, because you're going to need that bitch. And with the Berserker class, it's a crowbar-shovel-axe combo. The crawl. The crawl. It is effective, I will say, at dispatching the tier one enemies. It drops them like flies, usually one good heavy swing to the head, and maybe uh, a little quick melee afterwards, just a bump, and they're dead. Yeah. But the number of enemies practically doubles. Yeah. From wave one to wave two, it doubles. That's god. bullshit. Imagine doing the ten wave part, and fuck, oh god. The tenth wave, the the tenth wave, the wave before the boss. I mean, at this point, I will get to the point where I'll be good enough to do it. I'm just not there yet. Yeah. Maybe once I get gunslinger up to twenty five as well, I'd be doing to take a crack at hell on earth. But I mean, we we I do berserkers close. We do pretty okay on hard. Yeah. I haven't yeah. Pl- I haven't played suicidal yet. Suicidal's suicidal's a pain in the ass. Like the husks are way more likely just to run up and flames over your ass. And that shit works. Their flamethrower, it does damage. Those uh, crawlers, you know, they do those like eight hit spin attacks. Yeah. Yeah, those things do damage now. Like, it's, it's like actually getting hit by something flinging itself at you. So it's like actual damage. And I think you can get knocked over. Like oh. when you like, get knocked over, you have to stand up. I think they do that now. 
in uh, Hell on Earth. Oh no, I'd have to check. Uh, EM, EMP grenades actually damage you. You know, ordinarily, if you're in a tight spot, you can just toss an EMP and everything will kind of fuck off a little bit. Yeah. But they actually do damage to you. They take away armor. Um, oh, God. Sirens are more of a pain in the ass because they have more reach. The bosses are... Bosses. The bosses alone are why I always buy two guns. Ugh. One and backup because you may need it. Alright, we got 20 minutes left. What's your next uh, crossover? Oh, um. Metal Gear Solid 4. I knew that was gonna show up somewhere. And Duke Nukem. Uh, I knew Duke Nukem. I didn't. You didn't think it would be those two? Did Okay. Okay, so Alien Invasion, <laughs> Stealth Espionage, and also optional pickup and, and, and uh, upgradable. Duke Nukem weapons. You still got the classic 45. You still got all the classic Metal Gear Solid military S weapons. But I said Metal Gear Solid 4 because Snake had a muscle suit that helped him handle some large weapons, including a fucking railgun. <laughs> he can handle a railgun, he can handle a chain gun, he can handle a rocket launcher, he can probably handle the Devastator. Now explain to the uh, you uh, listeners at home all six of them now. We've upgraded. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Hi, new people. Uh, uh, what a railgun is. A railgun is a steel projectile magnetic firearm. It's less of a firearm and more of a launcher. Of death. What, what happens is you have a magnetic, or at least attracted to magnetism, rod inside of a long tube made out of rings of electromagnets. And we're talking some rare earth super electromagnets. A shot of electricity is shot down this rail of rings, turning on and off, bam bam, each magnet as fast as electricity flows. The magnetism is so strong, it pulls the rod along it. At the speed electricity flows. So you have this long fucking rod coming at you. You can launch five pounds of tungsten at the speed of electricity. It's actually not that fast. But it's very, 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 very fucking fast. Like the speed of electricity is not exactly a bad example. Yeah, that sounds like a big bucket of nope. Mm. Like I wouldn't want to get hit with it. And the nail gun, or the, the nail gun, the rail gun, that was the big topic of conversation in Metal Gear Solid 4 could launch nukes. Oh, fuck Imagine being in the water, turning your barrel, setting your dials, and saying, fuck this country, and rapid-firing nukes anywhere in the fucking world. No wonder they had to bring that fucking boat down. No wonder they had to be anyway. It's a whole lot of military solid bullshit. Anyway, the point is, is he had a muscle suit that allowed him to carry a lot more weapons. Now, you wouldn't be necessarily Snake, because, you know, I don't know if he would be in this world, but it would be a game that would combine the elements of both of those. Yeah. It would have the cheesy 90s Hollywood gags in it, from Duke Nukem 3D, 
It would have the awesome weapons from Duke Nukem 3D forever, even some of the, maybe some OG ones, like the alien blaster from Duke Nukem 1. <laughs> no, it would have cool little old guns and little ideas like that, but it would still have a lot of stealth espionage action that you could get with, like sneaking aboard an alien ship, disabling things on it in order to make it so it doesn't, it doesn't function properly. Snake. Being a snake. Somehow having to fight your clone twin brother aboard a giant machine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just typical Metal Gear Solid shit. Or an old man that's done a lot of drugs and had your genetic twin brother clone's arm attached to him. Looking at you liquid. Anyway. Mm. Looking at you Ocelot. Alright, beef with that. Ocelot was still Ocelot, but he put an arm on him and called himself Liquid Ocelot. Like, he's Liquid Snake's brother. Bro, you did a lot of drugs to make that shit happen. Alright, rant over. Alright, so yeah, Duke Nukem and Metal Gear Solid. That's fucking awesome. Afforded. Hell yeah. Alright, so I have an idea, right? Okay. Pokemon. But it's with that... What's that one game that came out? Everybody's so fucking excited about it. It was just like space travel. No Man's uh, Sky. No Man's Sky? Yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody was so disappointed because it was too vast. Oh, it's had a lot of updates. It's actually turned into a decent fucking game. You can even have multiplayer. Two people on the same planet. It's not asynchronous multiplayer where one really? person discovered a planet and they moved the planet. Yeah. Huh. But yeah. Like, certain planets are, have certain Pokemon In No Man's Sky, you can capture creatures, but you can't make them fight. And I think that would be kind of cool, too. Yeah. Not yeah. going All Pokemon was was just, like, animal fighting. The Anthony's here at Sema Box are definitely against animal abuse. But Pokemon fighting, they're not real, so I don't care. They're not animals, they're monsters. Specifically, pocket monsters. Pocket <laughs> monsters. That's right. my story, and I'm sticking to it. So, uh, Digimon versus Pokemon. Let's be real here. Uh, Digimon was just a Pokemon knockoff. Yes, but what are we talking about? In a fight, or which one was better? Oh, in a fight, Digimon would win. Oh, yeah, all that. They made him OP, mm-hmm. but it was just a knockoff. They made the knockoff OP. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, No Man's Sky and Pokemon. I think that would be a very interesting and fun game. That would certainly be wild. Yeah. I'm just imagining, though, like, what would you train this weird arthropod you found on an odd planet? Like, what if it had, like, a poison... No, wait, what if it didn't even breathe the same air as the other Pokemon? Oh god, you're going, you're going to, so I'm going to change my Like you can only fight certain, it would be like a, a championship series, the hydrogen series where they come from planets where the animals function on hydrogen, and like um, the fucking carbon yeah. series, the fucking the methane heavy, series, the methane series, the heavy metal Venus. series, where like literally all the creatures have bones made out of lead or something. And they eat aluminum for breakfast or whatever, you know. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they eat aluminum and popular music. Aluminum, 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 aluminum. <laughs> it's the heavy metal series that eat aluminum and popular music. 
I got it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh because, you know, <sighs> bronchitis. <sighs> laugh. Every time I laugh, I cough, though. I feel like you. Let it out. Oh, thanks. <laughs> let it out. Let it out. Cough. Anyway. But yeah, um, I think if you, I think if you put it to a bigger scale, which the new the new consoles will definitely be able to do, and I mean, let's face it, PCs they're they're the ones making the games for the consoles to be able to play, so obviously they'll be able to keep up. Yeah, but I think that would be something that would be large, but cool as shit. Hmm. Wow, I. I I didn't really think we get this far. Um, Alright, I got one. Okay. Grand Theft Auto. Which one? The latest greatest. The, I mean, the, Grand Theft Auto 5. Okay. Alright, the online portion and all that? The one that they keep milking people for? Yeah. You know all them fake cars? Let's scrap those. The combined roster of the Gran Turismo 6 and Forza Motorsport series. So you're talking about putting actual fucking cars. Real deal machines in that motherfucker. So you're oh, t- real ones. So you're oh, and t- 1911s too, because fuck the generic 45. So you're talking about more of a uh, make Grand Theft Auto a real. <laughs> make Grand Theft Auto great again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Like, I want to be able like, and, and, and computers can do it with mods, but I want the driving physics. Okay. I want the cars. I want the... the but what happens if you take that Pontiac GT off one of those fucking, like, little jumps? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it actually, like... It breaks apart like a fucking Grand Theft Auto would. Fuck yeah. But as far as, like, the actual driving physics... Grand Turismo. Fiery death. Fiery death. <laughs> so yeah, you, I don't know why they don't want to do it, because Grand Theft Auto is a game of violence. It just is. Yeah. And no car brand wants to be associated with that. Well, I don't know. They have that racing thing. Yeah, they have the racing segment, but it doesn't matter. You know why? It's a racing segment in Grand Theft Auto. And you know what really pisses me off? They had a racing game. They had Midnight Club. Rockstar had oh, a racing yeah. game. Instead, they just threw all the racing in the Grand Theft Auto. Make me in. Because, <laughs> I, dude, I had, like, some awesome cars. Like, uh, my friend Gearhead had the whole Sonic the Hedgehog, like, cast. Shadow was a fucking SUV. They used a supercharged, like, Range Rover. It's fast as fuck. Um, you know, I had a fucking, uh, I had a Bel Air that was built like the Bel Air in, um, oh, what was it? Two-Lane Blacktop. That old racing movie. Remember? Oh God, it's, it's probably it was way before our time, but it was this old '55 Bel Air Gasser, right? So it had the big drag tires in the back and the little tires in the front, but the car sat level, so you had like the rear end, which ordinarily with the bigger tires they were would be lifted up. Yeah. It was level, so the front end looked like ridiculously high off the ground. Yeah. It was just a style. It was a statement, and I loved it. So I had a two-lane blacktop 55 Bel Air that was set up like that. You know, and then it was just one of those... It was just cool little game... Or little games. I, I killed time in that damn thing. 
it's just one of those cool games that you just kept wanting to play and kept wanting to make cooler cars. And the Need for Speed series, they all they had a cool cast of cars. You know, I just I just want more cool real cars in video games, not these fake knockoffs. Don't get me wrong, they're cool and all. Uh, I think it has something to do with like licensing. Yeah, it's it's brand, like I said, I thought it was a game of violence. Yeah. Yeah, you know, basically, you know, just, they didn't want to be associated with that. But I like the social community of Grand Theft Auto. Being able to hop on and just dick around with your friends in your cool cars. Go rob a bank in cool cars. <laughs> with that, with them overextended hydraulics. You could do that. Like the West Coasters do. Dude, you could do that at Midnight Club. I got ridiculous with it. Just I make a every, I put hydraulics on everything. How do you do that? How do you, how do you actually make cars bounce? That's a lot of suspension setup shit. Really? And it usually ruins the frame. Yeah. It'll, it'll ruin the front half of the fucking car. Then why do them? Style, bro. That's just it. Style. What about that uh, suspension where you can make, like, you know, you can make individual tires? That's just- also hydraulics. That's hydraulics. Basically, the bouncing is timed hydraulics. When it bounces, full extend. When it's up in the air, retract. As it's coming down, full extend. And it retracts. It's literally just oh. timing your bounces. Oh. Whereas hydraulics is the what you're talking about is just doing it one at a time. Oh, okay. I remember uh, <laughs> in Midnight Club we used to put airbags on all my cars. That way, when it rolled into a stoplight, the car would go. It just settled over the wheels, and then when the lights turned green, it was the funniest shit. I put them on every car we had. I put them on Mitsubishi Eclipse. Oh god! And not the one like Cody had. The one like the the model before that. Oh. I put hydraulic and bags on that basically. That's awesome. Just make an alligator out of it. Yeah, you could do that. You I could used to work with a guy. Versions. He he bought one of the Infinity Q whatever. Oh, the SUVs? Yeah, yeah. but like the weird-looking crossovers. The big crossover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he donked that shit out. He put like 24s on it and shit. Um, yeah. I'm just like... You want to know why? Those things came with the Nissan 3.5, same one that was in the 350Z. Those things are fast as fuck. Before I die, I'm going to own the 350Z. They're actually relatively affordable if you don't mind getting one that might not run right. I'll, I can fix it. LS swap that bitch. Oh my god. LS swap that bitch. GTR motor swap that bitch. <laughs> bitch, one of $250. The other one's a firstborn child. Your choice, bitch. But Nismo. But LS. Who needs a kid when you have Nismo? <laughs> <laughs> you still gotta make the kid. Roasted. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, we're on that last fucking five minute segment of the podcast where Weekly has his own little weird thing he likes to talk about. We talked about birds two weeks ago. We talked about fucking boner pills last week. What are we talking about this week? Theme parks. Theme parks? I didn't expect that. I thought it would be something fucking like weird or something. Okay. Top three with bonus. Alright, we're gonna go for uh, number three here. Disney World. Which Disney World? There's uh, like Disney 20. World in Florida. The one. The yeah, one, but we're just the, one, the one here in Orlando. Florida. There's like six. You Orlando. have Disney World. You have Magic know. Kingdom. You have 
Oh, you're talking about Disney World, Disney World. Disney World, Disney World. Yeah. Okay. The whole setup. One reason why it's third place. Lines. Uh, fuck lines. Alright. Number two. Bush Gardens. More nostalgia than anything. I miss Bush Gardens. That place was dope. First place I ever saw a koala. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Fuck. Alright. Number one. Wild Adventures of Valdosta, Georgia. It's cheap as shit. There's like no lines ever because I always go off season and it's all the old rides that the other theme parks didn't want anymore. They're just fun. Plus, they got laser tag and go-karts. Why the fuck not? And bumper cars. And bumper cars. Who, bumper who cars. the fuck don't like bumper cars? Oh, yeah. Oh, and they have lions. You know what? I'm, I'm going to say you, you have you have a solid list. Yeah. Okay, now. Also, mention, fuck SeaWorld. Oh, yeah, fuck SeaWorld. Notice they were not on the list. Yeah. Honorable mention, right? Only reason being, there's like a thousand of them. They're way cheaper than the other theme parks. They still have laser tag, bumper cars, and a sweet-ass arcade. And mini golf. Adventure landing. Honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd consider a yeah, mini one, park. The bigger adventure landing has got a fucking, like, the whole pool area and all that. If you don't mind swimming in feces, fuck yeah. It's your thing, dude. Uh, they've got the really nice, the cool slides, right? Yeah. Got to be able to swim and go down it, but it's a lot of fun. All right, so I'm going to go uh, third Epcot. Understand. Because, uh, yeah, it's less rides, but it's more experience oh, yeah. of other cultures. <laughs> and I, I like that shit. I guess I really didn't choose my theme parks well enough because there was Diamond D Ranch, uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum, the Wax Museum, uh, Historic St. Augustine. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Historic St. Augustine. Um, two, I, I think I'm going to go with um, shit. I just had it and you, you went off on a tangent. <gasps> Offended. Um. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Universal Studios. Understandable. I, I like I like the like the Twister ride and you know the the 3D adventure things. I'm not a big roller coaster guy because you know heights. I don't like heights, so I like the on the ground rides. <laughs> the Men in Black ride. I do like the water, like the River Rapid rides oh, too. Yeah. I love those things. Uh, number one, I will have to go probably probably yeah. Disney World. Disney World. Uh, yeah, fuck lines, but like if you got the money, they have the fast pass. I mean, we don't have the money. Put it this way: for half the money that it took to even get you into fucking Disney, go to Wild Adventures. It's not all to Georgia, but they got a whole bunch of fucking rides. Oh no, that's my honorable mention because of that. Because it's cheap as shit, and they have fucking it's it's a decent fucking theme park. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I want to go. We should Plus, go. Fucking Waffle House is on the way. Dude, we live in Jacksonville. Do you realize we have the most Waffle Houses in any one city in the world? I love Waffle House. That shit good as well. I do love Waffle House, too. But yeah. We should go to Waffle House. I want Waffle Taco. Oh, hell yeah. Like old times. But yeah, yeah that was the topic I was given to talk about with theme parks. Yeah. We, you know, we, should, we should have a little road trip. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to go to Adventure Landing again. I want to shoot kids in the face. I mean, in the vest. <laughs> with lasers don't don't aim <coughs> lasers at your eyes kids you'll go blind yeah or you know what fuck it you'll go blind if you look at the laser do what you want to do <laughs> anyway I mean that's why I wear glasses cause you stared at lasers yeah 
Like, I, why, why did you stare? I mean, I did the no, same actually, thing. No, actually, no. When, I was, like, when I was like five or six, seven, like, well, stupid kid age, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I used to look at the sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was told that you can't look at the sun. So I'm like, I'm proving you wrong. <laughs> I did that now with any glasses. So, so you did that. Did you ever notice like that weird blue ring in the oh, middle hell of the yeah. sun? Oh yeah, like you could you could perfectly see the sun because everything behind it was blue because your vision would bobble. A little no, bit. I'm talking about the blue ring in the middle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've stared long enough. Anyways, that's our time for today. Uh, I'm the sun staring Anthony, and I'm the other retarded sun staring Anthony. Guild, guild, my knaves. Guild, guild.